Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. Dear God, we thank you for this time together. We thank you for this time to share, to learn about the sacredness of a family meal. Help us remember that we are what we eat, that your love and life live inside of us because of the Eucharistic meal we all share. Help us to welcome everyone to the table and feed us with the truth of your love. As we all say together, now this is going to be weird because we're going to do the blessing for a meal and we're not going to eat. But let's all say together, bless us, O Lord, and these thy gifts, which we are about to receive from thy bounty through Christ our Lord. Amen. You'll need that little song sheet a couple of times during the, uh, during the workshop, so just keep it handy. Old church song, Table of Plenty. to the feast of heaven and earth come to the table of plenty god will provide for all that we need here at the table of plenty sing that again come to the feast come to the feast of heaven and earth Come to the table of plenty. God will provide for all that we need here at the table of plenty. Oh, come and sit at my table where saints and sinners are friends. I wait to welcome the lost and lonely to share the cup of my love come to the feast of heaven and earth come to the table of plenty god will provide for all that we need here at the table of plenty Without money, come to drink without price. My feast of gladness will feed your spirit with faith and fullness of life. Come to the feast of heaven and earth, come to the table of plenty. God will provide for all that we need here at the table of plenty. Amen. So I'll start with a little opening confession. My family doesn't eat at a table much. <laughs> so, uh, 
you know, it's just one of those things. Um, my wife has this really funny thing. She's amazing. Um, but she uh, gets almost like um, she has a violent reaction to mouth noises. <laughs> So even like in a TV show or something like that, right? So if somebody's eating in a, in a show, it drives her nuts. And and I have three boys in the house and then me. And uh, we all are probably very loud eaters. So we kind of have lived in this mode of spreading ourselves out. And maybe we got some TV going on over here and somebody's watching a show. My wife, you know, kind of eats at the couch and, and then, and then the kids will eat at the table and I'll just kind of eat in the kitchen as I'm cooking or something like that. Or I'll go and join my wife on the couch, but we don't actually sit there um, at the table all that often, but we have made a a conscious effort uh, in the last little bit to do so um we've had some struggles with our oldest in just just in terms of some behavior things and so one of the things that we decided is let's try to just make sure that we're connecting to connect and where do you do that you do that at a table and so we have this this jar that was actually like chocolate in it and it just said share on it and this was not intentional at all but all of a sudden we're all sitting around the table and um my son grabs this jar and goes I have the share jar you all be quiet I'm talking now (laughs) and it became now and now it's become this thing like who has the share jar and we pass it around and we talk about kind of like our day um but a family meal has always been something that's been really important whether we're sitting at the table or not gathering together for a meal gathering together to share time in that way has always been really important to my family we get together, you know, our whole family gets together with my parents at least once a week, and we call it family dinner, and the kids always go, where are we going to family dinner tonight? And oftentimes it's Valley Luna for Margarita Monday, um, or something like that, you know, but uh, if you've never been to Valley Luna, it is so good. Oh my gosh. Anyways, um, but now that the kids are, have Edge and Rock 45 um, on Monday night, uh, we don't do margarita monday all that often anymore but um we do still get together weekly and we'll pick a different day and we'll just get together with uh my parents and my sister and it's just a chance to get all of the larger group together and of course we always have those bigger holidays and all those kind of things and so that's kind of like our tradition like it's important it's important to gather to see each other as family and i'm just kind of curious as to maybe what are some of your traditions because a practical how are you going to make your family time sacred doesn't exist i can't tell you one i I couldn't give it even if i tried right um because everybody has to figure that out and there's lots of different ways to try it like i'm sitting here going man my kids in culinary classes right now like I should try that one you know I should try cooking with them like you mentioned and I was like man that would be such a great thing to just try just to add into it um I think that for me when we're talking about a year where we're spending time grounded in prayer and mission and we broke up this uh we broke up this conference into the workshops into two sections this this first workshop session is really the prayer session and then the second workshop session is really the mission session. So I don't know if you picked up on that as you were reading through some of that kind of stuff, but that was kind of like the surprise, aha. Uh-huh. So um, that's how we broke this up. And then so this really is a prayer session. So how is a meal a prayer session? Well, that's exactly, I think, the point. 
And that's what I think that if we could all just recognize that there is sacredness in time, in presence. And oftentimes for us, that happens around a meal. Whether it is the crazy, everybody's spread across, whether you're cooking together, whether you all can actually sit down and have those moments of, hey, how was your day? Talk to me. Um, you know, or for us, it's that share jar right now. It's working, thank God, because I know in just a little bit it'll stop working and everything will fall apart. But there's prayer. Our mealtime is prayer. Everything that we do in life is prayer, right? So everything that we have is an opportunity to be in prayer. Um, every day, every moment, I think, and if we could recognize that prayer lives in that way, then sacredness comes out of a meal. And so this isn't a, how are you going to make your family table time better? What I would really like to just focus on is if you're present to the table, if you are present to your family, whether it's around a table or wherever it is, if you are present just in the meal over Skype, if you're present, that's sacred. And that's prayer. And I think that that's really, really important. And so when we look then at like a big, huge thing, let's just t step back to one, what's like the epitome of a meal table? Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. So Thanksgiving is the epitome of the meal table. It's you have the relatives from all over the place, baby, and you're all coming together. And, uh, you know, and then you have those like Thanksgiving bombshells where somebody says they're getting married or somebody says that they're getting fired. Or somebody says that, you know, they got a new job or somebody might be telling their family for the first time that they're dying. Or, you know, somebody might be saying that they're having a baby and somebody might be saying that they're having a divorce and this is their first Thanksgiving alone. And so that, that table tends to be one that creates just a whole bunch of life moments, right? And there's always something going on because you don't see these people all the time. So that once a year, you know, you have that. And for us, it's been... You know, it's hard. We've, we've tried many years like to include, so we're a blended family, um, as a lot of people are, and so we've tried to include my ex-wife and, and, and her new family at the Thanksgiving table, and sometimes that's worked and sometimes that hasn't. Um, but the idea of just making sure that, you know, that there's, there's, you know, there's unity and opportunity in those kind of moments where life meets. And so the general thing is right. Don't talk about politics or don't talk about religion or any of those kind of things are the fastest way. You know, I'm going to post this meme on my Facebook account and now I won't have anybody come over for Thanksgiving. Right. You know, we've all seen those kind of things. And, it, and, and in some ways it's true because those are still those real tensions that exist and all that kind of stuff. But again, it's about that presence. So Jesus's Thanksgiving table was the Passover Seder. And so I, I'm a, um, Irish Catholic German Jew, I used to say that's nothing more than a recipe for an alcoholic, um, but uh, I, I, I grew up, my dad was Jewish, my mom was Catholic, my dad has since converted, he converted when I was like eight or nine, um, but for the first part of my life it was really schizophrenic, it was like, you know, Jesus is Savior, no he's not, he's just a cool dude, um, Sometimes a cool dude. You know, he's Savior. He's God. You know, and so it's a little schizophrenic, and I'm, you know, going, going to synagogue with my dad and then coming to church with my mom. Um, but once, once we found the unity in that tension, once we were able to find the middle, and my dad ended up, you know, my dad ended up uh, in, a, in a, he won't ever say that he converted. He says that he was completed. 
Um, so he looks at the Catholic Church as the completion of his Jewish faith because it was that he found that unity within that tension. Um, and it all happened around a table for him. And I think that that's kind of the understanding that if we can see what we do here on a weekly basis and why it's so important then that we come to this table, then it changes the way that we view our own table. So Passover Seder was kind of like Jesus's Thanksgiving table. And that's a little more important than that. It's more akin to like, you know, what we do here at Mass. But um, it's a good, you know, all the Jews would gather together and they would remember And so the idea of remembrance for a Jew is really important, especially to a Jew at the time of Jesus and a Jew who celebrates Passover and really lives a Passover Seder. To remember literally means to bring the members back, to remember, to make present. Um, So that's why they leave a seat for Elijah, because he's present. And... As you go, if you've ever had the opportunity to experience a Passover Seder, it's beautiful. Because it's it's not they were slaves and then they were free. Once I was a slave and now I'm free. And the language of walking through the Exodus and remembering what the Jewish people did as they moved from slavery in Egypt to freedom in the promised land and that journey and the plagues, and all of those kind of things. In a mystical sense, it's remembering. Just as deeply as we believe in the real presence of Christ in the Eucharist, they believe that in that moment, they are with their brothers walking through. Going through the Red Sea, coming out the other side. And so... Oftentimes you hear people go, well, especially outside of the Catholic Church, right? There's the idea that the Eucharist is a symbol or something, and it's just a remembrance meaning nothing else. Well, they've lost the fact that what remembrance actually means. So when Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me, he's saying, bring me back present in this moment every time you do this. And that's the reminder that he left us at the Passover Seder, the the Last Supper where our mass comes from. And it's all about presence. And who was at that table? That's what's crazy. It's like you read scripture, you know that at the moment of, of, of communion and when, you, when, you, when he separated out the bread and he spread it around, if you know the Passover Seder, it was most likely when he broke the afikoman and then you're sharing this around. And if you know the order of the Passover Seder and you know all that, Judas was still at the table with him. And you can see it in scripture that even the betrayer was at the table invited to presence. Maybe one last effort, one last chance, whatever it was, you know, but to say, this is me, this is my body. Do this in remembrance of me. He would have been present for it. Everybody was at that table. All of those people that were important, the ones that loved, the ones that betrayed. And that's the power, and that's really the sacredness of a family meal. If we can tie together what we just do with our family and see that in what we do with our family, 
we are sharing and we're remembering and we're being present and we're bringing presence. And we have three ways that God is present to us, right? Um, especially in, in a liturgical sense, but it goes into life. And in a liturgical sense, there's three ways that God's present. And it's in the Word, and it's in the Eucharist, and it's in the people gathered together. The presence of God in each and every one of us. And St. Paul tells us in Scripture that it is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in me, the hope of glory. That it's Christ's presence in us, divinely created and beautifully and wonderfully made. Fully human, fully flawed, but Christ is still there, present if we can see it. And that's what a meal here does for us. That's what coming to church does for us. It helps us recognize the presence of Christ here so that we can see it in each other and then we could take that out, including our house, including our homes. And so when we recognize Christ's presence here, we can recognize Christ's presence in my crazy kid who's chewing with his mouth open. But that's the gift. And it's just being able to be in the moment, whatever that moment looks like. And I encourage you, go find, you know, go, go hear an idea, look them up, Google them. There's tons of different ways. And we've tried a bunch of them and most of them have failed, you know, and I'm going to try that cooking with them one and we'll see if that one works or fails. But, you know, I'm going to, and we just, we, we try different ways to be present to it. But as long as we are recognizing why we're doing it, which is to be present to each other, that brings the sacredness. Because then we recognize Christ in whoever we're sitting across from. Friend, enemy. All in different places in our, in our lives, in our journeys. All in different places of, of where they may be. Whether we agree with them or not. But... You know, that's the, that's one of the many joys. And it's when I do those in presenza nights here, those adoration nights here, um, right in the daily mass chapel, it's one of the things that I always say pretty much every time is we come here to recognize Christ's presence in the Eucharist so that we can see that presence in each other and take that presence out to the world. And that's the sacredness of a family meal. Because that's what Jesus shared when he shared his body with everybody else. It was a family meal. It was a ritual that he's given to us. And so we need to keep a hold of those, of, of just those special moments and recognize that, that these tables are, are our opportunity to gain strength, strength for our family, Strength for ourselves and strength as a community. Just like Mass is strength for the journey throughout the week or daily if you go. Because that bottom line is presence. And presence at the table is all that matters. Be there, show up. So I don't think that you can do it wrong. 
Some may argue, I, I, I don't even think you can do it wrong if you're all watching the same show together, as long as you're laughing and together and present to the moment. You know, some may disagree with me, but I don't think that you do it wrong. I think as long as you're there and you show up and you're together and be present, then Jesus is present to us. And it'll work in reverse if we could start seeing that presence in our own table. Maybe we could recognize it more in the Eucharist at Mass every single Sunday and realize why it's so important to be here, to join our larger family. I want to talk about gathering our larger family together. You know, we have a chance to do that every week. We are all hungry people. We need shelter and strength. We are one in our hurting, we are one in our pain, in our suffering and sadness, we are saved by the grace of the power and the spirit that is here in this place. We are gathered at table as one in the Lord. We are gathered as people who are living the word. Our hearts and our spirits are nurtured by grace. It is Jesus who fills us. He is here in this place. The unity of a table, the unity of our Eucharistic table, of our home table, whatever it may look like, that presence is the sacredness. All our lives are a mystery We see not where they lead We are asked now to trust you And we know we must believe As our feet become Christ's feet We go forth with the grace of the power and the spirit that is here in this place we are gathered at table as one in the lord we are gathered as people who are living the word our hearts and our spirits Unnurtured by grace, it is Jesus who fills us. He is here in this place. That's the mystery that we enter into. We may not see it, we may not recognize it, but He is here in this place. And we trust in that, even when it doesn't make sense. Though the world may tell us to look 
at ourselves we reach out to another where suffering dwells as our hands become christ's hands we are healed by the grace of the power and the spirit that is here in this place we are gathered at table as one in the lord we are gathered as people who are living the world our hearts and our spirits are nurtured by grace it is jesus who fills us he is here in this place so we are the image of the invisible god your family is the image of the invisible god saint paul tells us that that we are christ we are christ's hands and feet to a world who can't see him and that goes when we are good and weird when we are chewing with our mouths open when we are fighting around a table or when we're peaceful, but at all moments that we are the image of an invisible God. Our families are the image of an invisible God. If we can just be present to it and recognize it and see it. And we do that by recognizing the presence and the bread that is broken. In the bread that is broken is the Christ that restores as we take now receive him we find love evermore as the bread becomes body we are filled with the grace of the power and the spirit that is here in this place gathered at table as one in the Lord. We are gathered as people who are living well. Our hearts and our spirits are nurtured by grace. It is Jesus who fills us he is here in this place it is jesus who fills us he is here in this place because this is a session of prayer as we're grounded in both prayer and mission it's jesus that fills us he is here in this place that, that we recognize that in others, and the gathering becomes Christ. So sometimes uh, people will say, you know, 
why why are you making a joke or why are you letting people laugh in church or clap in church or talk before mass and those kind of things and I totally understand some people's desire for quiet and and peace before you pray but I, I also got to tell you that is it ever peaceful before your meal you know sometimes the recognition is part of that journey that we recognize that in these moments that, that, that God is our brother in the room St. Francis of Assisi talks about the Eucharist and his time where he would spend in prayer at mass or before a tabernacle as Jesus was another brother in the room and they would sing, they would share stories, they would laugh, they would joke. They'd also read scripture and, and pray. But it was life. It was life. The good, bad, and the ugly with Jesus, just another brother in the room. So when we come to the table, when we come to mass, when we come to adoration, when we come to our family table, the recognition is that it is all good and in every moment that it is Christ's present to us and that we have that opportunity to see that and to enjoy that in the good, the bad, the crazy, and we bring it all here. And he's there extending that hand to us, that meal to us, that presence to us. two or more are gathered he's there in our midst so it's more than just we are gathered at table we are gathered together anytime we are gathered together so let's sing those words as we sing this one more time place table with together we are gathered together as one in the Lord we are gathered as people who are living the world our hearts and our spirits are nurtured by grace. It is Jesus who fills us. He is here in this place. It is Jesus who fills us. He is here in this place. Amen.